Hello, fellow brethren, and welcome to the podcast of Kadesh Family, Church of Tampa Bay, Florida. The message you're about to hear is a faith-filled message by Pastor Patrick Aqua, a beloved son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills. Open up your heart, listen with faith, and allow the Word of God to bring positive change and transformation into your life. Happy listening. Hands together Amen. for the Lord. Amen. Aren't the message summaries very refreshing? You wonder if you came to church the prior week. <laughs> Father, we thank you for this morning. We ask for your presence, spirit of understanding, Lord, that just like the Ethiopian eunuch, we will get understanding through the help of your spirit this morning. May you give us the ears to hear and the tongue of the learned to speak forth your word in season. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you give your neighbor an air high five, you know, just a high five or a fist bump, whatever you want to call it. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. (laughs) Glory be to God. Y'all doing all right? (laughs) Y'all cool? (laughs) Y'all cool? My Hallelujah. Second Samuel chapter seven. Second Samuel chapter seven. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, "When King King David was settled in his palace, everybody says settled, settled, and the settled. Lord had given him rest from all the surrounding enemies. The king summoned Nathan." Look, David said, I am living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of God is out there in a tent. Nathan replied, go ahead and do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night, the Lord said to Nathan, today I think I'm digging my sound. I don't know what they did, but whatever you did is working today. <laughs> Maybe now give Chris orange juice this morning, who knows? Now please keep the orange juice coming. Keep the orange juice flowing. Keep Florida orange juice with, with yes. uh, pomegranate to it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Glass nah, okay. It's an instruction. It's it an instruction. Like, it looks like it's working for. Because the way the man has even knocked his suit, cry. You see that <laughs> things things are working in Bradenton. Pictures for Zoomers. <laughs> Look at Reverend Steve too. <laughs> it says that. <laughs> Go and tell my servant, David. Kids, are you following me? This is what the Lord has declared. Are you the one to build me a house for me to live in? Can you imagine building God a house? He said, I have never lived in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day. I have always moved from one place to the other with a tent and a tabernacle as my dwelling place. Yet, no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to Israelite tribal leaders, the shepherds of my people Israel. I have never asked them, why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house? Now go and say to my servant, this is what the Lord of heaven has declared. I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. May God select you from obscurity. Hallelujah. I have been with you wherever you've gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now, everybody say now. Now. Hallelujah. 
Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on earth. There are many people called David. Amen. Amen. And I will provide a homeland for my people Israel. That's why the nation of Israel exists today. Planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past. Starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people. Furthermore, the Lord declared that he will make a house for you. A dynasty of kings. Indirectly, God was saying that you will never lack anyone to sit on your throne. And God fulfilled this prophecy to David by sending Jesus Christ to sit on the throne of David. That's why they say that Jesus Christ sits on the throne of David. Because the coming of Christ is a result of a prediction or a covenant God made with David. Do you understand? For when you die and your ancestors are buried, you are buried with your ancestors. I will raise one of your descendants, your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. This promise is a result of David's desire to build God a house. And God said, you know what? You won't build me a house. I will rather build you a house. Do you understand? And the house I'm going to build for you is that your family, you always have someone to rule over your kingdom. So even as nations were destroying Israel, God kept the seat of David intact because he decided to build God a house. You see, it's not easy to pass on a company to children because by the time it gets to the second or third child, if you're not careful, the company had collapsed because you don't know which child is coming. One guy left a house to their child and the house had 50 air conditioners in it. The man drank all the air conditions. What do you mean he drank it? He take one air condition, take it to the beer bar for beer. And then you drink it. You take one air conditioner. So by within two years, all the 50 air conditioners were gone. Beer conditions. Beer co thank you. Beer conditions. <laughs> beer conditions. They were all gone. Do you understand? It's not easy so that you have a descendant. You know, and God said that you're going to have a descendant in the name of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says he will sit on the throne forever and ever. No one can overthrow him. Because of you, David. Because of what you decided to do for me. And David couldn't even build the house. God told him, you are not the one to build the house. Your son will. But the fact that you tried. Hallelujah. The fact that you did what? You at least attempted to build me a house. I would rather build you a house. May God rather build me a house than me trying to build a house. You see, and the scriptures say that when David settled, normally when people settle, that is when their foolishness comes out. <laughs> Are you with me, church? Yeah, typically when we yeah. settle, the Bible says that when King Rehoboam settled and established the kingdom, he forsook the laws of God. So, when people settle in life, that is when you begin to see their true colors. Do you understand? It's like a teen, when a teenager begins to settle or think that they've settled, that is when you begin to see the stupidity in the child. 
Do you, do you understand? Yeah. Okay. And now I have my own room. I have my own phone. I have my own friends. I have my own shoes. I have my own cabinet. And then when mommy talks, they just do something like this, you know. It's like that's where you begin to see when a person settles. <laughs> do you understand? When the person settles. Hmm. <laughs> that's what yeah, I should take my time. <laughs> do, do, do you get it? Yeah, when we settle. When God has given you a five-bedroom apartment in Florida, a five-bedroom house with three dogs and a cat and two squirrels and a car overlooking the Tampa Bay and in the morning you could see dolphins swimming, dolphins swimming. Ah, when you are settled, that is when we see your true character. Tell pastor to wait for me. Tell pastor to wait. <laughs> What, what do you mean by prayer chain? <laughs> ah, in the, the breeze comes through my door at four o'clock, and that's when you are waking me up for prayer. Pastor, what's up? You Pastor, are settled. Out? When you are Pastor, settled, Pastor, when God out? has given you peace, when you've graduated from school, when you have that degree, when you have that job from McKinsey, when you have hey. that dream husband of yours, when you have that dream wife of yours, when Daniel hey. and Dolores are healthy. And you have your children surrounding your table and everybody's healthy and everybody's doing well when you have settled Pastor, you that is when we see who you really are and the bible Pastor. says that rehoboam settled and he forsook the law of god but when david settled at that point he says oh wait a minute i live in a beautiful house of cedar wow and some uh, orange, this is called a uh, uh, white bed of paradise. That's the name of this plant, but it's not a real bed of paradise anyway. And very flash carpets. And then the tent of God was, the tabernacle of God was in a tent. And David said, this is not right. I cannot live here. You see, I cannot enjoy a blessing that the blesser does not have. Do, do, do you understand? I can, no, it's not right. Someone gives you a house, but then he lives in a one-bedroom house. You're like, no, 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 no. That's no, 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 no. Please, you let's share the house at least. He says, no. How come that the Creator of the heaven and earth, the one who made Pilates, the one who made Orion, <laughs> the one who made Arcticus, <laughs> the one who made Mazaroth? Do you know Mazaroth? It's in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one who made the galaxies, the one who made heavens and earth, the mountains, the rivers, the sea. How come that his ark dwells in a tent and I live in a five-bedroom apartment, five-bedroom house, a mansion, a house, no, 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 no. His house must be better than mine. And David attempted to build God a house after he settled. And my message to you is you to attempt to build God a house after you've settled. Do you understand? Yeah. And for some of you, God has really settled you. Yeah. The, what does settling means? It means God has given you rest. You don't have enemies. You sleep. You look, look at Ukraine. Russia has put 100,000 soldiers at the border. 
of which you don't know when they will strike. If they will strike, you don't know. When they will strike, you don't know. How they will strike, you don't know. A tormentor at your doorstep. It's like having a Gaboon Viper in your garden. Do you know a Gaboon Viper? <laughs> Google it, you'll see it. <laughs> you know, having a Gaboon Viper in your garden. How can you have rest? I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> yeah, you are, how can you have rest? And David had rest. And God has given some of you rest, all of you. You have healthy children. It's a rest. It's a rest. Because to have unhealthy children is a very painful life experience. Yeah. You can't go on vacation. Your life is just surrounded this child. It's rest. To have a spouse who does not take your peace of mind away is rest. It's rest. It's rest. Mm, it is. To have children who love you, mm. who call you mommy and daddy. Mm. What's John? Hey, John. <laughs> hey, hey, thy will. <laughs> you know, it's rest. To have children who even call you mommy, daddy. Can I even have some ice cream? It's rest. To even be living in America is rest. Yeah, it's rest. God has giving you rest you don't know but i'm just pointing the rest to you even look at these children to go to school in an air-conditioned bus it's rest when i was in school class i remember is it six sixth grade seven i think third grade and up class three we used to walk four miles or the a1 or the a1 maps to check where i was living and where I was, I said, hey, to walk in two miles. Two miles in, two miles out on dusty roads Easy. with no sidewalks. Easy. And sometimes I wonder how we made it through. Easy. And it, we just found it nice when we see some of our classmates sitting in their parents' cars yeah. and they'll be wait, waving wait. at us, waving. And I was so late in school that every day I got punished. Like you go to school at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, they shut the, the door. Anyone who came, six lashes, pow, 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 pow. And the, the teachers are just beating like factory. But you come, they don't even look at the students. Just pow, 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 pow. Hey, pow, 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 just, just, just collecting lashes. You are preaching, you are preaching. The child. You are preaching. You understand? And if a child, you go to school, in an air-conditioned Acura MDX with TV and pistachios and water in the car with iPads. Yeah, and then by the time you come from school, daddy is waiting for you. Not even five minutes late. In a heated car. In a God heated has established car. you. God has settled you. God has blessed you. Mm. Because that life is not normal. At all. Go to some villages in Mississippi. Go to some villages in Albany. Mm. You realize that the fact that even a father takes you to school and a brings blessing. you back home is a blessing. God has settled you and mm. God has given you peace. You understand? And when God settles you, attempt to do something for him. Attempt to build him a house.
my own proper gold. He said, I've put money aside for the use and construction of the house of God. And he gave the plan and the money to Solomon. He said, Solomon, build God a house. I couldn't do, but you built God a house. Build him a mega house. Build him a mega house. Wow. Do you understand? So one of your life's desire is to build God a house. Amen. 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 One day, One day. Elijah will be graduating from an Ivy League school. Amen. Yeah. And then four companies will be competing for his signature. Making $200,000 a year. Money his father or mother couldn't make or whatever. Entry level. The first thing Elijah should do. Ah, God, you've blessed me. You see, David said, I was a shepherd boy. You see, the chance of a shepherd becoming a king is so far and so removed. Well, we've seen the full animals. We've seen them. Not from the, the royal. Nothing, is said, nothing. It's like not like my father's cousin's uncle is the, the king. You see, there was no connection to the royal line. No the connection. No chance. A Fulani boy becoming no a king. Kings were selected from is it Judah? Judah or something. They were sold from the tribe of Judah. Benjamin, right? Tribe yeah. of Benjamin. That's why they selected kings. Mm. You are not in the line of kings. Mm. It's like me selecting you to go and be the queen of England. Hmm. Where, I mean, where are you from? Kotobabi girl. Where, I mean, where, where are you from? Hey. <laughs> Did the you understand? Yeah. <laughs> told me, boy. Don't let the looks deceive you. Probably she's from Kotoba Kotobabi. Everyone say Kotobabi. Kotobabi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Did you get it? Kotobabi, you look, look at the family line. So you David said, <laughs> what, what, what am I? What is my family that you've selected and blessed me? And made me such a king. Who, who am I? I mean, you, you could see that we, we don't have any royal connections. Some of us watch TV and we see successful people with just a, a fondness because we know that we are not in this line. This is not my line. How many of you board a plane and you, you look at the first class people and you just look at them and you just go to your seat because you know that this is not your line. <laughs> Right? You, you know that this is not your line. This is not, you, haven't you seen cars on the road? And you look at the car and look at you and say, well, maybe this is not my line. This is not my, 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 my genealogy. I don't come from here. I don't come from a royal family. You see? And then God took him from following sheep. A job of a shepherd was not an easy job. The job every day you are killing lions and bears hey. some of you think you have a bad job but a job that requires killing lions <laughs> yeah you think you have a bad job or a bad boss but this job requires killing lions and bears for rehearsal <laughs> kill <or be> killed. <laughs> yeah not even considering the flies and the other problems no and no paycheck thank you gabby and then you come, your father doesn't even ask you how many lions you've killed. How many sheep are there? Are the sheep okay? Daddy, yes, but I tried to kill a lion. Oh, okay, it's part of the job. It's part of the job. And when kings were being selected, the prophet Samuel did not even see that this guy could be a king. 
Because he was looking for Shammah and Eliab and these guys. Mm. Because they were head and shoulders men, tall and strong. Mm. They mm. followed Saul. Mm. I mean, you haven't seen some people, when you see them, you see that they have their part, they look their part. They qualify, they qualify. They qualify. You, you, you get, they qualify. Mm. You know, they, they look rich. Mm. And God said, I have not selected them. And God hey. said, I have not chosen this one. Mm. Look, may God choose you. Amen. He says, I've actually rejected them. Hey. You know, and then he picked young David. The full animal. Found David Man. with my holy oil. Anointed. Mm. Do you understand? I mm. have a, this is the one I've selected. Mm. And he put him on the throne. And David looked in his life and said, Wow, how could this happen? May your destiny be redirected into prosperity. Amen. Did you understand? How could this have happened? How? How? I didn't go to school for this. My family is not from the royal line. My father is just a nobody. The no only family name. I no family name. The skill of playing music. Be honest, I didn't go to London School of Economics to study government yeah, Sonia, or LSC Sonia. or Harvard or MIT. I don't have any of these credentials. I don't even have Meghan Markle's number or Prince Harry's number. Hey, Rob, what did you say? When they are having parties, I don't even know where the parties are even held. And all of a sudden, God takes you from nowhere and mm. plunges you into the elite. Man. You understand? And if it was some of us, that is when our ungratefulness would have shown. I will show people Pepe. <laughs> yeah, I will show people where I am. Do you know where I'm from? You know, do you know my family background? Do you know I remember one day? A certain guy. Um, <laughs> one guy, said, I think, uh, one person called him something. He said, do you know me? Do you know where I'm from? You know, meanwhile, he was from Kotobabi. <laughs> you know, but he said, do you know where I am? Do you know where I'm from? Did you get it? But David always remembered his past. And when you remember your past, that's when you can only appreciate God's blessing in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, because of what God has done for me, I must build him a house. Do you understand? I must build him what? A house. So this morning, I came to encourage you to be someone who built God a house. Hallelujah. Decide that one day you will write a check to build God a house. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Gabby, do you get it? When you've graduated from medical school one day, Gabby, you must say, uh huh, thank you. Gabby, do the dab, do the dab. <laughs> do you get it? When you graduated from medical school one day, you know, Sana, are you with me? One day, when you've graduated from engineering school, one day, you are the only lady who works at NASA in Florida. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. Man. It's Melissa, a you get it. It's a one day when you graduated from that business school, mm. MIT Sloan School of Management. You save it. It's you you know, Eliane, when you graduated from Yale Law School, <laughs> hey. do, do, do you get it? Yeah. Ian, are you there? When you've also graduated from MIT. <laughs> write it down. You write must it write, down. you must see and say, Lord, let me build God a house. Mm. That is not the time to go on a shopping spree. Hey. Eh? And buy red bottom shoes for some shrimp you've met. 
Did, did you get it? That is not the time that now you found some young girl or some young boy who is just dictating how you spend your money. Where was he when God lifted you from the Mary Clay? Where were you? Where, where, were you where, God, where was he or where was she when God lifted you from the Mary Clay and set your feet upon the rock that is higher than I? Where were you? Where were you? When you were being dropped at school and you had nothing and the days you nearly failed, but God saw you through. Mm. And when it's time for you to honor this God, that man says no. That boy says no. Never settle down with a man or a woman who fights your honor of God. Such a man does not need honor. Such a woman does not need honor. Thank you. Thank you. I'm preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, don't question my offerings. Don't question my offerings. <laughs> Don't question my commitment. Don't question my money. It's my money. And I choose who I honor with. It's my money. You don't know who made me a king. Actually, God made me a king. The Bible says the people demanded a king. And God says, I'll give him them Saul. Because the people were looking for a man with head and shoulders. You know, tall. So when, when kings are being called for, you know how sometimes kids want their daddies to look very cool you know sometimes you go to school daddy daddy will tell daddy don't wear this you know wear this one mommy don't wear this the people were looking for someone who will give them some pride and some social status and some swag in life because when they went to war they saw people carrying their kings forward and all they had was a box <laughs> and this is our king he said we don't want this tabernacle to lead us we want a king and they rejected god <laughs> they rejected God. You understand? And, but then God asked, okay, I'll remove this one and I'll show you who I will choose. Mm -hmm. God chose him, David. But the people chose Saul. God knew what he would give them to make them happy. You get it? But God selected David. And God, David realized that his ability to become a king was purely by God. Yeah. It couldn't have been by man. To the extent that he, had been, he even had to send an evil spirit to torment Saul for him to be called. And I'm sure in Israel, there were many people who could play the harp. And someone said, I know a son of Jesse. What can maybe that day that guy was in the king's temple? Who, who, know, who knows? It could have been anybody. It could have been Chris Boy. It could have been uh, who, anybody. Lawrence. Lawrence. I know a particular guy. He can play the harp skillfully. And through that ministry, he was introduced into the temple. Now it's like God is about to begin the drama. The movie has just started. Did you understand? And then, for some reasons, the air was stirred and the Philistines came to fight. You see? So God even had to prepare a fight for him, for him to be known. So that he would gain 100,000 people on his Facebook page. On his Instagram page because when he came into the temple he had only five followers <laughs> you, you know God says I am working on something you wait I'm preparing you to be a king you were not prepared in the royal path some people are prepared to be kings and to be queens the way they hold forks and knives and the way they walk and things but you didn't go through that but I'm gonna prepare you in a certain way and God arranged a battle for him and he said, I'm going to use the same experience you used in the wilderness to fight this battle. 
And then by God's grace, he nailed down this enemy and the guy's popularity began to shoot up. God prepared him. God chose him. And you should be able to see that God chose you. God orchestrated your life. Did you understand? God is orchestrating your life. God is bringing you somewhere. And if God brings you to the height of your life, don't reject him. Do something great for God. Attend something great for God. Build God a house. I don't think it's fair for you to get a paycheck and say some of it will not go into God's house. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's a good, it's, it's, it's a good exchange. I don't think so. I don't think it's fair. Do you think it's too much to ask if my daughter Eliane, after she's graduated from school, every day writes me a check for thousand dollars and say, "Daddy, this is happiness money." Yeah, Amen. this is just Amen. not even gas. He said, "This is what happiness money. Just chop this money for me, Daddy." The problem is that you must chop this money. This money must be chopped. Do you think it's too much? Do you think it's too much? But oh, is it too much? All the diapers we've bought, all the, the times we've taken you to school, all the cereals three times a day, all the candies you've eaten, all the beautiful clothes, the shoes, the movies you've watched, the hair, buying net, the birthday parties, riding you to church up and down, the Nintendo Switches, which I didn't even play, so I couldn't even get to play. Is it too much to ask? And God is asking you, is it too much to ask of you? Do you understand? God is asking us, is it too much to ask of you to build me a house? He says, I don't really need a house. A house, I don't need it. But if you want to do it, great. The fact that you've thought about it is enough. Because who will build God a house? The Bible said the earth is his footstool. The earth, the whole earth. Then what about if you build him a house? What would that be? And that's where he keeps his toenail that he just cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about it? He said, the heaven is my throne. And the earth is my footstool. And the prophet Isaiah even said that he, he, when he stretches his hands like this, it covers the universe. He, he, he measures the whole earth with a span of his hand. That, if he measures it like this, that's how he can measure it like that. He flung all the stars in the sky, and none of them is lost. He gave each one a name. Each one a name. Such a person, you are going to build him a house? Does he need a house? He doesn't need it. God doesn't really need us. He doesn't need it. But it's just appropriate if we also decide to build him a house. It's so sad that sometimes the richest people give the least. Yeah. The richest people give the least amount in the kingdom of God. But they forget that the Bible says, to whom much is given. It's amazing that God blessed you. And that is when you increased your cable bill. You have Disney Plus, 200 channels. You have Amazon Prime, 300 channels. You have Netflix. Unlimited channels. You have NB, you have Hulu, Disney Plus, Peacock. And the problem is that the too many channels can't even make you watch any one of them. Confusion. Confusion. <laughs> when we were growing up, we had only one channel. 
Pastor Steve, one channel. And we could watch from morning to evening. Take it all in, including shows that you don't understand. Talking point, you are just watching it. They close at 11 p.m. I remember one day, a friend of mine came to my house. Because those are watching TV was a privilege. You know, you know the VCR, video cassette. Yeah, yeah, you turn it upside down. He said, no, this one, we don't turn it. <laughs> and that is when we rather chose to rather increase our luxury. New car. Recently, I told someone to come to my house and give me a quote for Annette. So the bags and things. The guy said twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, let's give me your eyes. I said so for mosquitoes. I can run to drive away twelve thousand. We are to mosquitoes. We I said, this money can build a church. Oh. I'm talking yes. about it. This twelve thousand dollars, it can build a church. Yeah, a church. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this thing can build a church. Remember where you came from. It can build a church and buy roof. And an office for a pastor. I'm yeah. going to use this money for just mosquitoes. But where I come from, we live with them, we chill with them, we we we, we eat with them. I say it's okay for this they are money. Our neighbors. Okay. They are our neighbors. <laughs> yeah, for this money, twelve thousand. I don't think. I mean, if I had a lot of money, it wouldn't have been a problem. But at this point, my priorities are important. For twelve thousand, mm. I would rather build a church with twelve thousand. And not live, I live, let the mosquitoes feast of me. It's okay. It's okay. It's just for a season. And you can find repellents and things for $12,000. It's okay. I can Mosquito so. coil. Mosquito coil. Mosquito coil. Thank you. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. It shouldn't be that when God blesses us, we don't increase our honor. The more blessed you are, the Jeez. more the honor should go up. Don't be thinking of new cars. Set, God said, first, first, think of the house first. First, before the car comes in, before the clothing comes in, before the, this thing comes in, you must rather think, what can I do for God? Not to say that spending the 12000 is bad or buying yourself a... No, it shouldn't be that we rather satisfy ourselves and not honor God. The one whose breath we all breathe and enjoy. Hallelujah. Yeah. And David said, look, house of Sida. No, 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 no. Something is wrong. Let us bless God instead. And God said, because of this thing you've done, I'd rather bless your house. You see, one of the powerful effects of honoring God is that he does things for you that you can't do yourself. So Amen. true. Amen. Yeah. He does things for you that you can't do yourself. Amen. Amen. You cannot guarantee who will succeed you. But God says, I will make sure that you have your son to sit on the throne of David every year. One of the disappointments of the kings of Israel is that they didn't have their children to continue their works. So this one come, his child will do a good thing. 
You see, a king called Hezekiah was a good king. And his child was called Manasseh. He's the one of the most evil kings in Israel. And sadly, he reigned the longest. <laughs> How do you know about it? But Hezekiah was doing the right thing. But look at the type of child he had. You don't control the outcome of your child's life. But God is saying that I will establish your throne. That you have someone to sit on your throne forever and ever. You, you can't control it to make something last long. Many times when business owners leave the scene, the businesses don't survive or do as well. Because the, the wisdom and the passion sometimes is not transferred to the next group of people. You get it? And that is something God can do for you. Hallelujah. Yeah, because God can make like your child have a certain blessing that you couldn't have. You get it? That your child will never suffer this thing. Your child will always have this grace. That's why we shouldn't count the cost of our sacrifice for God. Because the blessing all the time outweighs the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. The blessing is sometimes something you can't buy. It could even be long life. It could even be just the privilege of walking your daughter down the aisle. Just that privilege. Just that privilege. Good. Yeah, you can't. And normally it's a blessing that outlives you. You see, may God gives you a blessing that outlives you. Amen. Amen. Are, you, are you with me, church? Yeah. A blessing that outlives you. You should fight for such a thing. A blessing that what outlives you. It goes through Elijah. It goes through Elijah's son. It goes through Elijah's son, son, son. And people are wondering, where is this blessing coming from? It could be a sacrifice that your father made someday. You see, that is why you should be very careful with your parents. Hmm? You understand? Are, are you there? Be yes. very careful. Because, you see, a parent's sacrifice is what may be determining a blessing in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why you be very careful. Very, very careful. Very, very careful. A parent's sacrifice is what, you see, that's what God used to say that the, the kings of Israel, when they were behaving, God would say, because of my servant David, I won't do this to you. Even though that's what I want to do, but because of I remember the sacrifice David made, I won't punish you. Or I will punish you, but not too far. Because of the sacrifice or the covenant I had with David. Hey, the place is quiet now. Yeah. Nice, nah, everything okay. Everything okay. Did you get it? Yeah, that's why you have to be very careful. Because sometimes the blessing you are enjoying is not because of your smartness because of an uncommon blessing that is just running through your family may a blessing run through your family like a gene yeah may a gene of a blessing just run through your family and your future in jesus name so attempt to build something for god in your life hallelujah in our church we thank god that if you have ten thousand dollars you can build a church for the lord Many of you will get there in Jesus' name. Amen. Lizzie, you get there. Isabella, you get there. Amen. Amen. You'll be a church builder. $10,000 can buy a car, 
can take a whole family on a vacation. If the five, prime number five is going on a cruise, that's $10,000 right there. Yeah, it's money that you know you can spend easily without knowing. To fix your roof or something. You can spend $10,000. Yeah, tickets to Ghana or somewhere. You spend $10,000. So it's not far-fetched. Yeah, because now you think it's far-fetched. But it's not really that far-fetched. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you. Bring the Lord an offering in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's bring the Lord a, a good offering. Father, we thank you for this moment, this time, Lord. May we be builders of your house. May we give to sustain your house. May each one of us have a house built to honor you, Lord. Whether we are contributing to building a house or building one in the name of something that I think this, I remember something we said we're going to do as a church that all of us were going to put some money together, $10,000 to build a house. Do you remember? To be, I think we should revive that thing. Hallelujah. As things have settled down now. How many, who is here who wants to contribute to that? We want to build God a house. We want to build God a house. We want to raise $10,000 to build God a house. If you are here, you want to give at least 500 or 1,000, just be on your feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We want to QFC, Tampa, Jacksonville, Fargo. We are coming together to build God a house. You want to contribute and say, I want to be part of this. All of us, we're going to build a house. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. I pray that we will be able to do this for you, to honor your name, Lord. Not because you need anything from us, but it's our way of saying, Lord, this is also our reasonable sacrifice. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name.